Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. In the Old Testament book of Genesis, God blessed that first couple, Adam and Eve, with the gift of sexual intimacy. And he wants today to give you and your spouse that same kind of gift, that special intimacy. I'm John Fuller, along with uh, my friends and colleagues, Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. And Greg, it's really important for couples to see sex as a gift in the relationship. It really is. You think about for a lot of couples, especially Christian couples, who have spent their single life saying no to sex, that it's wrong outside of marriage, and that creates sort of an, an imprint of, of a negative message that you, you almost start to compare sex to something that we should avoid is not good for us. And, and believe it or not, that does have an impact. Maybe for some, there's been past sexual experiences, and so they experience a lot of shame and a lot of guilt around that. All this can impact how we see sex. Instead of seeing sex as this amazing gift that God has given, it's easy to begin to develop some negative beliefs Mm -hmm. that probably we're not even aware of. But that's why starting from a place of, no, this is an amazing gift, so let's learn all we can of how to steward this gift well. Well, let's go ahead and listen to Dr. Cliff and Joyce Penner. They are preeminent experts on biblical Uh, sexuality and how to see that as the gift uh, that God gives, as they talked with Focus President Jim Daly. Cliff and Joyce, welcome back to Focus on the Family. We're delighted to be back. It's great here. Okay, now as sexual therapists, the proof is really in the pudding. So you've been married about 54 years, I think. So uh, tell us, is is it working? So far, it's working. (laughs) (laughs) We're just eager for the next 10, 15 years. Yeah, that's fantastic. And what do you think is that one key ingredient that you've experienced, not as sex therapists, but as believers bound in marriage for 54 years? Happily, I see the smiles on your faces. It's genuine. What is that one thing that you well, guys I have done well? I think it's going to have to be two. Okay, what's the two things? I think the idea that we did connect our spirituality with our sexuality, that we believed right from the beginning. In fact, because we were raised in Mennonite homes where it wasn't talked about, we spent the first year of our marriage for our joint devotional time, mm. just studying every passage in Scripture from that talked about sex mm-hmm. to try to figure out whether this was okay to be enjoying it and realized that Scripture holds sex very highly as God's design, as the way to understand how God wants to relate to us. Mm. So what's the second thing? And the second thing is that I'm married to a wonderful husband. <laughs> you were prompting that one. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> who's go very affirming and that women, for them to really enjoy sex, they have to feel good about themselves. Ah, Whereas so a man true. tends to respond to the woman. The woman, in a sense, responds to herself and then shares herself with him. And when that works keeps itself going in a positive direction. Let me start with the first question. Today's uh, discussion and next time's discussion will be really aimed at women, and we want to help women better understand 
uh, what God has created with physical intimacy. And I so appreciate that because, as I said in the setup, that's one of the challenges that many women face. In fact, uh, some women will even describe it as they feel in their marriage it's their duty their responsibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Describe why that's not healthy to think in that term and why many women do think that way. That is a common thought, particularly for women who have been raised in the church, because we don't know exactly how that interpretation of Scripture happened, but it did to indicate that it sort of comes across that sex is for the husband And the woman is just there to keep him happy and at home. And long term, that doesn't work for either. Because when she's just focused on doing her duty rather than enjoying it for herself, it's not great for him either. Mm. We've had men say, well, I guess duty is better than nothing. But (laughs) it's not a wonderful experience when we're both to be in it, to delight in each other, to enjoy each other. And 1 Corinthians chapter 7 is the best passage for that. But every passage in the New Testament starts with or incorporates a command for mutuality. But when we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 7, uh, reading from their message, the paraphrase, Paul has got answering the question from the church at Corinth, is it good to have Yeah, the, the church at Corinth had written, is it a good thing to have sexual relations? And he says, of course it is, but only in a certain context. Marriage is the place for that to happen, and uh, sexual drives are strong, but marriage is strong enough to contain those drives in a world of sexual disorder. Yeah. But then it goes on to say marriage must be a place of mutuality. The husband seeking to satisfy his wife, the wife seeking to satisfy her husband. Marriage is not the place to stand up for your rights. Marriage is the place to serve the other, whether in bed or out. The Penners bring such wisdom, and uh, they're so winsome to listen to. They take this sensitive subject, and it's so good to hear their perspectives, uh, particularly about serving your spouse when it comes to sex and uh, let's go ahead and and do this. Greg, I'll ask you in a minute to talk to the wives. Erin, go ahead and talk to the husbands listening today about that gift of sex in the marriage. Sex is such a gift, and it's important to recognize that it's not just in the bedroom. It's important, especially for a woman, to be wooed and romanced outside of the bedroom. For a woman to know that you're interested in my heart and in what's going on inside of me and to feel that pursuit outside of the bedroom is is such a, a gain within the relationship. And, you know, for many women that are listening probably to this today are thinking, but wait a minute, I'm the one who's pursuing my husband sexually. Research is showing that many women out there have actually a higher sex drive than their husband. Mm. And so it's for that woman to recognize you're not alone. And then how do you pursue your husband's heart outside of the bedroom? It can go both ways. Aaron, I love that perspective. I think for me, John, one of the things that I would encourage men also to remember, there's a great verse that says that we are to learn her ways always. Mm. And what that says to me, especially about sex, is that I always want to keep learning. I want to pursue Aaron in such a way that, that, that I understand at this season of her life, 
of our life together. What does she really like? What does she need? And that's why we we often encourage couples to go find conversation starters. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one that that we recommend that has several good questions about sex. And we'll link over to that in the episode notes. Absolutely. It's just a way that as I ask Erin these questions, now I can learn and, and be updated. And there are things that may have changed mm-hmm. that, that I want to better understand. Okay. You know, another issue that we hear a lot is that sex is just about serving the other. And I tell you, it, it, I don't think that we should look at sex that way. Like, hey, my role is just to serve. It, it's really about mutual benefit, that we need to be having sex often in a way that we both enjoy. And so I think as we approach our bedroom together, there has to be a I matter in what I like about sex and what's enjoyable to me matters, as does Aaron. I want to serve her but, but I don't want to be left out of that formula mm-hmm. because we've watched so many couples that kind of go, okay, my job is just to serve my spouse. And it becomes a duty yeah. more than something that we both are going to benefit from. And so just keep that in mind that I, I hear you. It's always a good thing to serve our spouse. But I think especially in the bedroom, what does that look like for both of us? to get our needs met. What are those? That's why we can go back to those questions and keep asking and keep answering those things. And that's only going to benefit and strengthen that relationship in the bedroom. Yeah. Well, go ahead and uh, stop by the website and look for the book From the Penners, which is super. It's filled with biblical perspectives and advice. Enjoy the gift of sexual pleasure for women. Uh, We'll have a copy of that available to you when you make a generous monthly pledge or one-time gift to the ministry of Focus on the Family. And that is just one of the topics covered in our free marriage assessment, which we'll encourage you to take. Uh, If you haven't done that yet, it's just a few minutes long for you to fill it out, and you'll get a lot of great feedback on areas of strength and some areas of growth. Look for details about donating, getting the book, and that free marriage assessment in the show notes. We'll hear more from the Penners next time. For now, on behalf of the Smalleys and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.